Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You're listening to Pushing Boundaries with TNA. I am T. And I'm A. And tonight, we're talking about babies. Yes. And children, and if we want them, and why or why not. Yes. And what does that say about our culture and the environment that we're living in? Uh, and about are, ourselves. And ourselves. Individuals. We have a guest with us, and we're going to... It's three young women looking into our futures as the next phase of our life of potential baby makers is coming upon us and right. wondering do we want it why why not what are we thinking what are our considerations our fears why we might want to do it all that kind of stuff all the things that are facing us right now yeah and I always find it interesting I feel like when I talk to men they're always like yeah I want kids <laughs> right and <laughs> it's so easy <laughs> you're so right you're right every guy I know actually totally wants kids and every girl I know is like eh. yeah <laughs> what does that mean yeah I feel like I might well we'll get into it but I feel we, like I might need to be tricked into it I'll be like uh-oh it's happening I guess I'll just let it finish the process <laughs> you mean you're waiting for some guy to like trick you into like I don't I'm not encouraged but like total role reversal the accidental <laughs> yeah exactly it is yeah this this paranoia that women are trying to get men pregnant right the men have to trick you into My, getting pregnant and then you're like well it's easier to just go with it than to intervene he replaces your birth control tic tacs yeah exactly. delicious tic tacs so different <laughs> yeah I'd be like mmm it's sweet my breath is so fresh now <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, it's going to be an interesting conversation. So we have with us um, Madison Shepard. Hi. Hi. There she is. She's the director of The Others Theater Company, and their next production is called Smile Baby, which is a comedy about catcalling, of all things, one of our favorite topics here, mm -hmm. uh, which is going to be at the Hollywood Fringe this summer at the Complex Theater. Yep. You can also see her stand up comedy funny little thing you at the um, <laughs> this month at the, ge uh, the gentrification show in Highland Park. You can catch her there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, guys. I, hi. I just visited Highland Park for the first time. Yeah, this weekend, and it's so cute. It was super and happy. cute. I love that white people are just fine. They're yeah. like, oh my god. <laughs> I saw a two bedroom in Highland Park for like uh, twenty five hundred, and uh -huh. I was like, I lived what? there like six years ago for three hundred dollars a month. <gasps> so I don't understand what's happening. No, I figured it was. It was. It looks like it's doing like the new. <sighs> it also looks like a place that would have a lot of babies and like young parents. A uh, ton right. of them. There's I a could lot totally of see that. I was feeling that vibe. Very but hipster, like cute, very hip. artsy. Yeah, cute Everyone hip I know parents. with kids in Highland Park, um, they're lesbians. Really? Oh. Yeah. So they're very much like on purpose having babies. In Highland nice. Park. Highland Park, yeah. That's where they want to raise their kiddos. Wow, interesting. Mm. Because it's affordable? 
Yeah, well, I think was. so. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> but no why longer. only gay women? Oh, I don't yeah. know. It's interesting. Yeah, I just don't know any straight people who are having babies in LA. Everyone I know is gay who's having really? babies in LA. Yeah. And are you straight? Or? I'm straight. Okay. Yeah. Straight fellas and single. <laughs> oh, you can tweet her. You can tweet her at Madison Shepherd. DM me them D pics. No. Oh, whoa, whoa! She's inviting that. Um, I know. I. I but be careful you. because that leads to babies. Okay. Yeah. Well, I be careful. Can. I don't know. I don't know. I'm I'm kidding. Kidding. I've been pretty successful at not I'm not leading, yeah. not having. Not babies. having. Yeah, I haven't. Not, I've actually. Yes. I've yet to be accidentally impregnated. Yeah, which I, I, it does happen. Obviously, I have a, a good friend who was like, "Whoops, I don't know. Guess I'm having one." And she had it though. She had it, which was an amazing story. I've I had my first uh, accidental <laughs> slip, um, and yeah, that was this summer, and it was a whole crazy experience. But it does factor into like what we're going to be talking today. My experience was very informative. I did right. I did not have the child. I don't have a child. I don't have any. Right. Right, but well, <laughs> well, you opted out. I, yeah. I did. You know, I took a Plan B once, but almost more just as a precaution. Yeah, right. I was like, I'd rather not find out. I'm just gonna take it. <laughs> Which, by the way, I just took. I, I just got my period two months after taking Plan B. Yeah, because it throws your hormones. Oh, out oh of my whack. god, yeah. Because yeah. after that experience over the summer, I was like, I'm just being super, super duper careful. Right. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, so just if anyone's out there who's taking a Plan B and you're freaking out because you didn't get your period, it's, it's all good. It just made my tummy really grumbly when I took it. And I also didn't need to take it. This dum-dum I was with was like, take it. I was like, but I just, okay, all right. (laughs) He's like, you are not getting pregnant. Take that damn pill. Motherfucker. Like, I'm the one who has to sit here with the shits for like a week as you in a good, you know. Yeah, it does just cause sort of, I I thought I I did have a little moodiness and I did get some zits on my face that I don't normally have. That's so rude. Wow, I didn't get any of that. I just didn't get a period for two months where you're like, do, do, do. No weird side effects. Just like no period for two months. I have to say when I did it, I was a lot younger, like when I took the pill and I, and I trust my body a lot more now and I'm much more in tune with how it works and the cycle and Mm -hmm. trusting that. And, um, and so far so good. Yeah. Yeah. Well, okay. But here's the thing. And okay. So I'm, I'm 32. Mm -hmm. So I have to say though, that something in my body has chemically shifted and I'm very in tune with my body in the same way, but the past like year and a half or so, I feel like my body is like, we're ready for a baby. Yeah, Let's go. And I feel like before in, yeah. that, it's like my being in tune with my cycle and everything. Like I knew I, I was confident that I wouldn't have a slip and I never did until now where I think my hormones are just like, I'm like, and ready. So I have to be wow. super careful. So I don't, I don't trust myself anymore right. in that way. I'm like, no, no, I can't. I can't. Well, and, and that goes back to like the friend I mentioned. I mean, it's pregnancies happen, you know, you're like, Ooh, I'm his white and my dad is black and I have never gotten accidentally pregnant and like I mean my mom's gonna be afraid to hear this but I'm not the most carefulest gal out there in the world I'm huh. not, I don't take the pill and all of that and um well I've never okay. been accidentally pregnant and well, I wonder if it's because I'm like a mule you know what I mean like a, <laughs> a I'm mule just, I'm, like I'm unable to I don't think that's I... PC <laughs> I not actually, that we really care, but... I am not on the pill either. I was never on the pill either. 
And gosh. yeah, <laughs> taking, taking her life into her own hands. I know, but I was, but it worked. Well, it let worked me say until... this: I feel like I have a friend who dated a guy who it seems like you know I would call it killer sperm, but in the sense that he would just get women. Like he had a baby very young with a woman. He then had another woman that he got pregnant. Like oh and my god, he's supported all you know, took care of these kids. They decided to keep them, raise them, like all this stuff. Wow. Yeah, and you know, she said, "Well, I'm dating him," and I was like, "Oh." Um, like, Don't drink the water, yeah, girl. You better keep that condom on. Nice and tight. Yeah. She's not pregnant yet? No. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm like, cautious. That said, um, if I'm, you know, in a relationship with someone and we decide... Um, do you have the conversation? I do. Like, and I'm, just in case I get pregnant. Well, yeah, well, I kind of... I let it, them know I'm good. not on a pill. And right. then I also kind of say... I'll sort of, you know... I'll No, I'll say... Have you ever gotten someone pregnant? Yeah. And, like, do you know your equipment? Like, how well are yeah. you in tune with your body? And are you sure that you're not of pre-cum or, like, yeah. whatever? And yeah. I, I do feel like the men I'm with or that I have been with, like, they, they're, like, yes or no. And right. when they say no and they're right. kind of more in control and they're really paying attention to it, I feel, and I also feel comfortable. To get, right. And also to get an idea of how they would handle that situation. Like, if they're very pro, no, I, I but, but if I did, I'd really want to have it or It's worth having whatnot. a conversation. Yeah. You're like, oh, for, look, uh, for look sure. like, we're yeah. playing the game. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. let's just get it out there We're now. Playing Russian roulette. I always let folks know I'm not on the pill and put on a condom like, with such quickness. They're like, I do not want to get this cray bitch pregnant. <laughs> That's hysterical. Well, I'm like, say, and I also mentioned like I might keep it if I That's if smart. I were to get pregnant. So FYI. Where okay, well, that guys. brings us, yeah. yeah, which brings us to our topic, right? Yeah. Which I, anyway, yeah, I might keep mine too if I did. You just don't really? know what's going to happen. Well, I have oh. to say, it, it was my friend who decided to keep her baby that almost changed my mind. Yeah. And I have to say, here, like I, I have always been utterly terrified of becoming pregnant, and like I think because my mom had this story of you know she was going to be going to medical school and had all these plans, and then. She got pregnant with her second. She had her first when she was 18. He's 10 years older than me. Mm. And then, like, the three, the rest of us three, like, in her 20s. But, um, but yeah, I think it was, like, from her story of, like, I would have had this other life, but then you kids came along. Mm. I mean, happy that she but had you're us. you're carrying but her story. Yeah, so yeah. then, like, ever since I was a teenager, I'm like, I will never let any any anything get in the way of mm-hmm. me doing what I want to do, right? And, like, mm-hmm. no babies, no man, nothing. I think that's kind of a common thing, though. I think that moms kind of – moms do sort of sometimes Like, tell instill that. the fear in of the, – In the daughters, yeah, a little bit. I mean, at least a little bit I think bit in our me. generation, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I feel like it's our generation type thing. I mean, I would say that my grandmother knew she was going to have children. Mm-hmm. You know, she was yes. marrying, and yes. that's what she was doing. And then, you know, my mother, I think, maybe didn't n- know she was – going to do it but but didn't think of it as a choice either I think it was kind of like a given that you get married and and you have kids even though she was very career driven right and she also it's funny a my mother also had uh my brother at 18 oh interesting and then my sister at 19 and then I was like 24 she still managed to slog through school I don't know how she did it breastfeeding me in the back of class I mean it's amazing right I don't feel like I could do that today no but I I don't think I want to no certainly yeah but uh yeah, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, like, for, for my mom, like, the story, like, I, she, I wasn't planned. My parents met doing a play together in Aww. Dallas in the 80s. Love theater. Gotta love the theater. Um, <laughs> and I, I was sort of unexpected little accident, and I feel like, you know... I don't think she's ever directly said that, like, what her career might have been had she not had a baby at 26, <laughs> but I do wonder. She was kind of on the track to 
she's doing like six shows a year and like, you know, really on the grind. And then she had a baby. And so right. I feel like I, I kind of carry that uh, guilt. Really? A little bit like, oh. Have you ever like talked with her about it? Just yeah, and I, I think that she never is direct. She's ne- would never accuse me of being like fucking up her life. Right. <laughs> like I think if anything, like she loves me very much. And she's an amazing, sure. an amazing woman and a fantastic mother. But I do, I, I, I can sure. the dots a little bit on that. Well, and so. I think that's the tough mix, right? My mother loves to say, "Oh, right. honey, you're the best thing that ever happened to me." Which I is love probably my true. Kids. Yeah. Which is probably right. true. Right, and we do have this great bond, and it is full of love. And there's mm-hmm. right, so. You know, tough. Well, I have to say, choices. I have to say that when I so w- when I was pregnant over the summer, um, I like I went into it. I was always of the mindset of if I ever got pregnant, it's just abortion immediately. I'm not mm-hmm. even going to think about it. Right? right. That's yeah, I totally. Like I've also, I've always been like you know, women's well. power. Blah 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 blah. And then I and then I'm there, and it's a com- it was a completely different experience. So it, it, and and I had to f- I forced myself to like look at everything and really allow all my feelings and all these things to come up and be analyzed. But I'm just I'm just saying I don't know tied into something else that we were talking about earlier. But you never know you like you never know what you're gonna want to do until or. you're in those shoes. Sure. I mean that's certainly why I should approach choice in it, like to have your own choice about it. And I, I don't know what I would do if I were in that situation. Right. I think I would keep it, but well, uh, but and pro choice is that idea of yeah. it's my body and I'm making and decisions about it. Too. I'm in control of because yeah. here's what's the other thing happen, is which is it wonderful. Would, exactly. It, think about the like I had to, I really had to consider everything. There's not not just having the child. There's the man that you're tying yourself to. Oh my god! Mm. Yes. Right. Whew. There's the mm. life that you're tying <laughs> yourself to. Like the like it's a well, it's a complete and utter lifestyle change that you're leading. Total, total so lifestyle choice. Actually, that was a funny <laughs> shift for me. Being in a long like I had been in a committed relationship for quite a while Mm -hmm. and I remember thinking well I'm not on the pill and I'm prepared to deal with the consequences that sounds right I'm prepared to deal with the results they happen (laughs) but you can call them consequences no but but how do you feel and not in a negative it was it was basically me realizing that at the age that I am right now you know late 20s almost 30 like I'm ready to handle that like I'm not afraid of choosing if I am, you know, that it, that it is a possibility, right? At, at the time in the relationship. <laughs> and then as once we separated, I remember thinking, oh, now I'm with these different men. And you kind of have to say, ah, oh, could you be, like, could mm. I, would I be okay with some you sort of commitment in yeah. dealing yeah. with you as a, a parental Co-parenting person? Yeah. Co-parenting at the very least. Oh. Right. Right. So that was sort of a funny thing where you're almost like, you, yes, you know, yes, is no. Is anyone else kind of just like sad that they've aged out of being a teen mom? No, <laughs> not, I like, totally not. I, I would, like me as a teenager having a kid would have been a disaster. I feel like it's like uh, with age, like if you told me when I was a teenager, I was very dead set on not having a baby as a teenager and I was certainly out there um, getting you know, sowing the wild oats mm. as a young gal. But I was on the pill the entire time. And um, I think as I, I've gotten older, that shift is sort of, it's so, it's so crazy. Mm. Like, like if I were in a relationship, I would absolutely, just to echo what you were saying, like I would totally consider keeping the I baby. I think it's but just the feeling now, that you're an adult. And so the randoms I meet on OKC are not daddy material. <laughs> 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 okay, well, this so T, you have some interesting stats on birth rates, right? Right. Okay, so oh, all right, 
Live Science Online, well, the CDC reported as well, but um, reported that U.S. birth rates hit an all-time low in 2013 as um, the number of babies born declined uh, the sixth straight year in a row mm -hmm. um, since a peak in 2007. So it's a 10% lower birth rate than in 2007, which part of, part of me goes, wow. oh, that's is well, that much lower? You think it's a lot? 2007 to, th so what, six years? 2007 to 2013, this was yeah. in, yeah? Well, mm -hmm. I don't know. 10% is pretty big. It's a big jump. Yeah. yeah. There is a decline of women under 30 getting pregnant. There's a decline in teenage pregnancies as well overall, which I was kind of actually surprised to read. Um, mm -hmm. Thanks, but Teen Mom. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Also all backdoor now with their Christian beliefs. You know, they're not yeah. saving that. Well, hopefully the rise in, in availability of birth control I think education. there has been overall a rise in it, but... But at the same time, there have been lots of cuts. So I kind yeah. of wasn't sure where we what, stood where on that in yeah. America. Uh, maybe, right. Maybe Christianity has a... Uh, I don't know, though. I mean, Christianity has been around a long time. <laughs> True. <laughs> Pregnancies are still happening. <laughs> yeah, but this is like some other level stuff that's happening right now. Right. Well, this was interesting. Of women in their prime bearing years has increased. Like right now, we're kind of in this... Um, like a bubble of... Yeah, a bubble of women mm -hmm. that are, like a larger number, or larger percentage of women who... Of the population in this age range. Yes, okay. correct, age. that are in the childbearing age. And? And there is a decline in uh -huh. getting pregnant at that age. Like and we, which is what? Which like is 20, us. It's 18 no, no. to, 18 like to like 35, I think it is. Yeah. Well, but also, let's see, I've got my little stats here written. Um, there has been an increase in older women getting right. pregnant, right, mm -hmm. at a later time. Sure. There's actually been a 14% increase in women ages 45 to 49 Get getting it, pregnant. Gals. Get it, yeah. out there and 45 to 49. Well, that's like marriage number two, right? Yeah. So. <laughs> or like they're. Or three. They're or. Then, yeah. yeah but like, it also feels like an age where you're stable financially mm, on absolutely. your own as a woman. Well, yeah. I have to say, I so I was reading the Esquire magazine and Anna Ferris said, um, they had asked her a question about, because there's this big, it's this issue about like men and women and, and mm -hmm. sex. It's a great issue. I really enjoyed it. It is really, great, it. really interesting. powerful articles. Yeah, even about, you know, whatever, dealing All kind with rape and right. campuses. And, and like that. they had asked her, well, what's the deal with your biological clock? And, and they kind of, you know tailor to be kind of cheeky but she's necessarily about a clock thing it's just more like you're out there hustling making money and getting yourself set up and then by the time that's done you're like 38 and ready to go so you just have to like you know you only have a certain amount of time before you really need to yeah, you know things are going to so shut down so it, she's like it's just logical and I kind of that makes sense right. I mean I haven't hit that time yet but it's true. It's like we're all in this zone. I know hustling. T and I for sure. Yeah, yeah, hustling and like like making our career happen. Right. Which is, I feel kind of a, I don't know how to, it's like a, a cultural phenomenon well, of I mean, the day. Like women taking charge and having the right to be in the workplace. Right. And we have more educated women than any other time in history as well, especially. I think I read somewhere that. Women outnumber men in college classes. They like, do now. It's tipped. Like, completely. So, yeah. suddenly we have all these women who are educated, who are also saddled with immense amount of student debt, who maybe are going to go, maybe I can't afford to have a baby at 10 grand a pop right now. Maybe I need to, like, pay off some of that student loan debt and do my career for a bit and have down. you ever has that ever has finances ever been a consideration for you? 100%. Really? Yeah, 100%. Uh, I mean. And you as well, T? Yeah. Yeah, 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 and I, I and like like you would have a baby right now if you financially um, yes. could. I mean, there's a couple factors for me. I mean, um, I'm at the right age uh, of childbearing. I'm 28, and um, 
I, I think if I had a, a partner who I would uh, want to have a child with, A, uh, or co-parent with at the very least, right. um, and also if I could afford it, I would absolutely have a kid. I mean, I, I was raised by a single mom, and she struggled a lot because she didn't have a co-parent around. Right. So for me, it's very much important that I don't uh, – continue that cycle of poverty and as a woman as a woman I mean the 90s were crazy for the feminization of poverty it was insane Mm -hmm. for my kids so if if the stars aligned in my bank uh my bank balance said I could I'd probably have a kid like now wow interesting I actually feel um a lot of fear around it and I don't know Mm -hmm. that I would do it Mm -hmm. yeah and I, I I'm not sure where it comes from I mean my friend, my good friend having this baby made me see it in a more intimate way where I thought, oh, like, look how healthy they are and everything's okay. Mm. And I think I have a lot of fears around my body and um, wow. and the changes yeah. and the physical demands on my body. Um, yeah. Are we going to – we're going to take a quick break. We are going to come a back quick, and quick talk break. about all my fears. Talk about all <laughs> the tea fears, and then I'll tell you all of mine. <laughs> yeah. And I'll just like say I'm happy. Yeah. And she'll be like, no, I want to do it. And no, it's like, great. We need you. I'll be like, really? Yeah, tell me what makes contrast. you feel ready. Yeah, yeah, we need your positive juju. <laughs> all right. Here we go. Tweet us at TA Sex Talk to be involved in the conversation. Uh, get in touch on Twitter at Madison Shepherd, and we'll see you in a minute. Yay. Pushing boundaries with TNA. Pushing boundaries with TNA. I sort of say good evening, but really you could be listening to it at any point of the day. That's true. It's <laughs> <laughs> okay. Welcome to our world. It's evening. <laughs> yeah, it's the evening all the time when yeah. it's sex time. <laughs> we are talking about uh, babies, and we're three young women here talking about why we want to have them or why we don't, our fears and considerations and thoughts. We're talking mm. with Madison Shepard. Hey, guys. What Hi. She's the She's got a lot of, go ahead, so she's got a lot of artistic projects out. Yeah. She's at the Others Theater yeah. Company. You can see her production of Smile Baby coming out in the Fringe, a Hollywood Fringe at the Complex Theater. Fun. Yeah. yeah well, T, you oh. were talking about your fears. I was. So, but there was one, what? Yeah, no, 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 go ahead. What? There was one more. What? What? <laughs> right. Who is on first already? Jeez. <laughs> 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 All right. There was one more stat that I wanted to read, oh. which was that. Um, one of the uh, someone at the CDC had said rates of um, childlessness will probably be comparable to those of the Great Depression, with <gasps> one, um, yeah, one fifth of women not having children. Yikes! Right, and I'm like, that has to be related to econ- the economy. I, I mean, it's economics. Okay, but you, but we all we all sit and we go, oh my god, wow, yikes! Is that is it a bad thing? I don't know. Maybe oh, it's a good thing. Oh, to have less children. Sure. Okay. I don't know. I mean, population is an issue. We're overpopulated. Okay. So, so this is, we're all acting like this is a bad thing, but do we really have a clue? I think for society, this is my thought. Um, I think for society, we don't want to have a situation where we have an age, like an 
uh, an aged population and not enough young people to keep the economy afloat, one. And two, um, because like if we look at Japan where they have a kind of inverted birth rate situation where they have way, way, uh, just way too many older folks and not enough young people, mm -hmm. um, that's a problem. Now, the problem with that, too, is that if we're not letting in new immigrants to kind of fill that gap, mm -hmm. we're going to have an economic situation if we don't kind of make some changes. If we're if American gals aren't going to have babies, let's who bring is? in some gals who will. Right. I think it's <laughs> going to become the United States bit. of Latin America. It's I, time hey, to just accept just it. Taking their land Which, back, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, the closest to the to what's left of the Native American, uh, yeah, they're sort of yeah. yeah. I know. Uh, Moment of silence. Sad. Yeah. Damn. <laughs> that's so fucked up, though. <laughs> it's so real. And look at what we're doing to the Native populations. Okay, light. And oh yeah, I know. Well, that's that's like a whole other. <laughs> I should do a whole show about. Oh, boy. You know. Yeah. So anyway. T, so you're not ready to have a kid. So if you had all the money in your bank account. And a partner. I have so much fear. Mm. Yeah. Physical fear, the demands on my body. Like the I get that your body bounces back. Like, I'm not. So is it all physical? When uh, you say physical, what do you mean? Like, demands like, on your, are you talking about your, like, Like, waistline? stretch marks no, like and breastfeeding and hormonal shifts and, okay. um, yeah. Like, are you. Really? That's, that. those are your concerns? Like, body image or, like, your ability to, like, produce milk or, like, will I be able to, I like, I am, carry I a child to term? pain or? with it. Like, I, I see, imagine yeah. that like it's going to pain. hurt. Yeah, mm -hmm. like, breastfeeding like the being actual painful birth? and, like, you know, kind of your nipples get scabs on them. Like, nobody talks about that shit. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. You know, like, and, and bruising and, I don't know, the, the healing process after you've given birth down there. Mm. and Like if your vagina will be mutilated forever or you'll well, be loose. I, don't think I worry about that. I don't worry about that. I think that's like an evil kind of cultural myth made to like yeah. make women Freak feel women out insecure. out in like yeah. buy vaginoplasty. Right, yeah. yes. Yeah. And tightening cream. Right, and I just tightening hate cream. the, the mess around it. I mean, they look, Kegel exercises exist and actually they exist for men too, which is never talked about enough. Yeah, men, Kegel, you can do control your, your coming, men. Right. Yeah, but I think it Damn it. I mean, okay. I mean, kegely, kegely kind of stuff is great, right? In um, general, like creams and with that are filled with like alum, which is like so bad. Something for that they pickle things with an open membrane yeah. down there. Yeah. No, I mean <laughs> a or hole like, in my body leads yeah. to everything. Yeah, <laughs> fleshy. Like <laughs> that's very different than like I don't know, getting surgery. It's just crazy, right? Yeah. Okay. Well, okay. So, so, those so are your I do concerns. have that, and then. I don't know, maybe it's the youngest child kind of selfishness or something. I think I have um, certain ambitions or desires for my own career and right. lifestyle mm. that I haven't met yet. Yeah. And somehow I don't associate it with children in my life. Sure. Yeah. And I don't, yeah, I don't know if, I, I was raised by a mother who had three kids and loves us very much, you know, and my sister and brother both like the idea of having children. Mm. I do not. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Um, every now, but I wonder if, if as I'm getting a little older, I start, you know, if there is sort of a biological thing happening, I, I'm softening to, like I said, this, this idea of if it did happen, which I'm pretty careful. So I don't think that it would, yeah. I mean, although I, you know, uh, I'm not on a pill, I'm yeah. not on a pill, but I take care of myself and I'm mindful of any sperm entering that area. Hey, condoms work if you use them correctly. So that's, that's right. Cool. So, yeah. so I don't. 
you know, I... You're becoming less afraid. Yeah, I'm becoming less afraid. So I sometimes wonder how much of it is almost stigma that I've learned in my youth. Kind of like you were saying, A, about your mother saying, well, it's going to cause these stresses on your life. Maybe I'm quick to take those stresses very seriously. And so now I'm like unyielding in this idea and it takes me a little longer to adjust. And also, I mean, you mentioned Madison being sexually active in high school. I mean, I was, I was a really late bloomer Mm. and a a lot of that stemmed from fear as well. And, um, and kind of relationship intimacy issues that I had at a Mm. young age, um, you know, stemming from a parent parental divorce and, you know, I actually ended up growing up with my father for a good number of years. Um, and so I don't know, all these things kind of. Made me cautious and afraid. Interesting. So I share, I share a lot of my fears are similar to UT. I, I, I'm not so much concerned about the physical stuff. My main thing is, yes, is having a kid going to impact my, my ambitions? Cause I am, I'm very ambitious. I'm sort of type A, but I, I, and I'm a dreamer and I do have things that I want to do and it's an unconventional path that's not so you know, we're in the artistic field, you know, so it's not so, you know, A, B, C, D, and then you get F or whatever, mm-hmm. you know. Um, so, yeah, my biggest fear is, is a kid, like, that it's a choice, you know, that mm. if I have a kid, then I cannot have the other thing. Right. You know, and that's my biggest fear. But I have to say, when I went through this experience with, uh, like, w- with being pregnant and then having the abortion that was my biggest concern. I would like sob over, like I literally for three days had decided I was going to keep the child and have, have the baby. Wow. And it was like, okay. So then I'm like gearing up in my mind and I was with the man. I was with, yeah, I was with a the man, partner the, the partner at the time. Yeah. And he was there with me. So we would like, you know, we're planning life and what daily life is going to be like. And okay. Supportive. And, and supportive. Mm-hmm. And he was financially stable and everything, but it's so, but I really started, I, I had to, I was really gearing my mind up for, you know, okay, like a year and a half, two years of the baby world. And then like, then I can I get on my to. career and da, da, da. But this fear that I'm like living in la la land about it. But um, I don't know. I really, like, I really had to sit down and look at my reasons for w- wanting the child mm. and for not wanting the what, child. What were the, some of the... Well, not for not, yeah, for not, and also for having it. It's well, the biggest one for not having it was um, the relationship that I was in. Sure. Although it was healthy, I, I wasn't sold on. Like it was a new, fairly new relationship, mm-hmm. and it's like I don't know if I want to spend the rest of my life in whatever way tied to this person. I'm sure real. he would be a great father and so everything, real. but like I'm not in love with him, so that's not my ideal situation, <laughs> you yeah. know. And Can then, I, well, go ahead. And then also, um, so that was a big one. And then, it, you know, career stuff. I did feel like it was a choice at this time about career versus kid. And kid, like, I, before this, I was always like, I, I really don't think I'm ever going to have kids. So, mm-hmm. and I was thinking, oh, I'll have a man. I'll have, you know, like four or five different lifelong lovers in every mm-hmm. port. And I'll sort of have How this bohemian lifestyle. <laughs> and like no kids. Almost, yeah, yeah, right. Very well, that's nice. that's kind of where I was. And then this happens and it's like, wow. But then I really, I kind of, I don't know. I guess I felt the joy. I For the first time in my life, I'd opened up to the possible joy of having a child. Mm. And like the the idea of having this other person in my life and 
like really envisioning living my life for this person, not necessarily giving up who I am in an unhealthy way, but you, you know, you're thinking about this other person's well-being before your own. And mm -hmm. there was something so beautiful about that in a way that it got my mind off my own bullshit right. and like concern for myself and concern for right. my career and where am I going and how am I doing and da 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 that it felt so good it to felt like not a relief. Yes. Well, to not I, think about myself. This is a concern I have which is how much am I being almost programmed by the cultural yeah. Milieu. <laughs> you know, right, and, right. Yeah. And I thought about that the too. current right now. And I think, A, you read an article, right, about um, in, was it in Esquire about yeah. this, this book that was talking about, well, I don't know what. It was a book review. It was a book review. I'm sorry. I don't remember the title or anything. But it was talking about, I know. So it, it, it was talking about community in, in some form or fashion. Uh, yes. Which brings me to this whole idea of the level of greed and selfishness and um, individualism that we are prioritizing in American culture right now. Yeah. Um, and I feel, and I do see, you know, we t there's talk a lot about the middle class disappearing and the economic um, wealth right. disparity. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and, and, you know, that causes panic. And I go, I'm just reiterating what's happening in my society and my culture rather than making any sort of individual choice, um, you know, about having family and family that leads to community and you know, right. being connected to a larger fabric yeah. in a very natural human way. Your body gets pregnant. Yeah. You have sex and you're right, right? So right. I feel in a way that I'm negating something that's natural and therefore maybe not as full I mean, I in have, my life. I agree well. with you, yeah. Yeah, I worry that, like, I'm. am, am I just, like, kind of – my being okay with the idea of having a kid is that me just being like, oh, that's just the patriarchy. You know what I mean? Like, is that me just being like, that's what I'm programmed to want to do? Well, I almost think it's but the opposite. Mind, we I'm are... like, it's the patriarchy telling me I need to get in the rat race and run, 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 run. Exactly. And yeah. forget that I'm a woman. Right. And let's remember, though, that we are biologically, we're women, you know, and mm. and – there's going to be, yeah, I mean, it's going to be natural to have these desires. I think community is really interesting to you in that, like, when I, I've spent a lot of time in Italy, uh, uh, I guess I'll just stick to Italy, like, so where it's a Latin-based cult, you know. I've spent a lot of time in Colombia. Right, <laughs> right. So there's Brazil. a different, you're right, like, having kids there is, it's like breathing. It's just like, yeah, they just in do and it. out. They it's don't. just natural I mean, and you don't think about it. in the U.S. where that's true, too. Like, everyone. That's true. Who, I different grew up education in Texas, classes. And, like, yeah. everyone in Texas who I know has kids. Right. Everyone has kids in Texas. They have like three and four. I have zero. <laughs> but here, here's the thing, though. I wonder, though, if we had more community in our, like, we're in L.A., right, which mm -hmm. is like the anomaly of the nation for sure of yeah, a the lack Mecca of community. Of transience. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> but I wonder, though, if we had more of a community base around us, if we would feel more comfortable about having kids. Because I feel like it takes a village to raise a kid. I do not feel like it's natural to be doing it the way we're doing it. Like individualistic in these individual right, homes. Right, yes. This book review, I remember you were telling me, now this is what interested me. It was about this idea of, of family units right. and, um, and people not supporting other people's children anymore. Like this idea of this is my child and this is the only person I take care of. Right. Rather than sort of seeing and children like, as... And like stepping all over whoever you need to to get your kid ahead. Right. Yeah. That's what right. was really interesting about this book review. And it was, it was hitting on those ideas of... Um, where, where do we stop? What happened to sort of communal parenting. Right. And, and um, caring about other people's kids too. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, and that general health of how how the youth is developing mm -hmm. rather than just focused on my child. Well, I, th I think that when we live in these little pods in our own little homes and we're taught and our society is geared toward 
you know, competing with the Joneses or whatever, like being the best I in your neighborhood. The and <laughs> assholes. Martha Jones is a dick. <laughs> but I Great think we, movie, by the way. I think it's an American mentality, and I feel like that's the problem. Like, Un- there, well, it's, it's anti-community. I wonder, it's, I wonder, though, how much of that is uh, issues of socioeconomics, though. Because, like, really? I grew up I in, like, a, 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 a neighborhood that was um, black and Latino, uh, Oak Cliff in Dallas, Texas, which is currently being gentrified. But um, <laughs> it was, like, a neighborhood of, like, lower socioeconomic groups. And um, I remember when I was growing up, like I said, I was raised by a single mom and was kind of a latchkey kid sometimes. So I would walk home and I'd stop at the little store. And when I was in sixth grade, I I learned the word fuck. So I was, right. fuck this and pass me that fucking that and fuck. Like, not much has changed, but the... Now you know when to use it and where. <laughs> you know, the there's a little more is, judicious approach. Well, I don't know about that. Part. <laughs> <laughs> you might be oh. fucking off about that. Oh. Point, but, I, I feel uh, like I... No, no, no. Don't interrupt. I will. Go. Um, oh, no. Oh, um, so, you know, I was there in the store and I was cursing and it was I was just being a real cut up. Um, and the woman who worked behind the counter, her son was in my sixth grade class. So what happened is my mom, a few hours later, came by the little store to pick up some things before she went home. And that woman told my mom about how I was behaving. And my mom, the next day, marched me in there. And you know what I mean? But right. that, and had that, you apologize. And had me apologize. Yeah. And, you know. How embarrassing. It was awful. Because, <laughs> like, all, just but terrible. You ha- but, but you learned something. But I learned something. And this yeah. was in the late 90s. And right. this was in a neighborhood that was filled with people of color right. who were poor in Texas. So I think in L.A., you know, it's definitely different. But, like, I think America generally, like, we're the exception and not the rule in L.A. Uh-huh. And I think That's that in fair. other parts of the country, it's more commonplace to have that community. Right. I don't like, know. Like, I, I grew agree. up in Virginia. Uh-huh. We didn't have that. Really? Like, your kid was but your kid's responsibility. Virginia? Northern Virginia, near D.C. Well, okay. Well, it's like suburbs. Total yeah. suburbs. Okay. So Soccer mom country. Soccer mom white people? Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Confirming. Yeah. Yes. So, but we, I mean, yes. I just wonder how much of it's no, race and, you know... Well, culturally, I I would say, like, when I look at, say, so my father is more classic American family. My mother's South American family Mm -hmm. living in the U.S. The mom's side of the family, we love pylons. We all share the same room, you know, one of you, you know, with the family, like all this. And Mm -hmm. then the father's side is definitely more um, private space. This is where, you know, lines are drawn. They're not um, as interested in physical, physical touch. Like these kinds of things that do seem culturally different. Um, but that said, I grew up also in a suburban neighborhood and I knew my neighbor across the street. They were an elderly, you know, a mom and a daughter that lived in the, you know, but they're both older and I would watch TV at their house, you know, and yeah. there were some kids down the street. Um, but yeah, I'm, you know, so I, I knew the neighbors, but they weren't, you know, we weren't super close. Not like we did barbecues with the whole street or something. I, I don't yeah. know. And at what level do you need to be involved? I don't, I don't know. I don't, I, mm. I feel like I just grew up without community. And, and I, when I think about having kids, like the, what I think about is like my, my utopia mm-hmm. is I'm like, I would totally have kids if I wasn't raising them by myself, if I were not raising them by myself. Like if I, so either that means I need to afford a nanny or help in some way, or I have friends or in-laws around and I have a network of people that could help. Like, cause it's unrealistic and unhealthy. I feel to expect 
to be there every moment of your kid's life. Oh, and God, also, yeah. like, I, yeah. I'm told I'm very European in this way of, no, I'm an adult and I'm a woman and I'm going to have date nights more than once a week, maybe, uh-huh. <laughs> or once a month. Sure. And I'm going to see my friends and have a social life. And my kid is not going to be there every step of the way. And that's healthy, I feel. Well, but I would say also, I remember, you know, so my parents separated. I was in Manhattan with my mom. You know, we'd go visit her. And, like, she did, we went to parties with her. You know, yeah. it, brings, it brings us to the party. And my, I had a great time hanging out with these older people. My mom would <laughs> that take too, me to parties. Yeah. And, like, my, I, like I said, I, I was raised in the theater. So I was the kid at every rehearsal. Awesome. I was Which at every, like, great experience meeting, kid, yeah. every, like, opening night party. I was there yeah. for better or worse. Yeah, I Which love that I idea. Back on it would be no. weird, but like, but I love that idea of just like tie the kid to your back and like giddy up. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Well, yes, either that or like I would love my Italian in law mother to come and like you know watch the kid while I go whatever. You know, well, that and have some adult step time. You're hitting on something a that when I think about if I were to have a child, that causes almost panic for me um, because I think. Yeah, I, I can't imagine raising a child without my mother and my father being an integral part of really that. Yeah, yeah, really. Yes. I've never I, thought about that. I never yeah. thought. I don't think that much about it because I don't have it in my plans. But I'm I would way. immediately go. I'm like, well, do I move back home to I mean, be with I'm, them? Do I ask them to move here? Do I? Wow, you know, I, I need to be with my family, and I, I immediately have this need for it, and this, and and. Yeah, I would, wow. I would. I wonder how like carnal that is in a right. way. Right, you know? and then I think about my partner, and I tend to also meet you know a man like you meet a man here, say we're in LA, right? Yeah, and right. he's from a different city, and I go, well, shoot, which city are we moving to to like make sure the parents are there to help with the kids? Mm. Right. If if you choose to have children with your partner. Well, wow, that's so funny that my mind automatically goes to creating community with my friends because I, I mean I love my family; they're great. They're on the other side of the country. My mom passed when I was twenty one, so. And I honestly, I don't really, I don't know, I don't know. So it's funny how mm. our minds work. My mom's in Sherman Oaks, and I'm like, if I have a kid, uh, I want my mom to live with me. <laughs> right? Yeah, same. I'm like, I'm like, can I get a house with a back house? That would will be she so live in the fun. third room? Right. Like, that would be so fun. Of course, she'd drive me nuts, but I love her very much, and she's amazing with children. So yeah. right. I, I, would I, love, I would have to have her. Right. I would love to have a big mansion and have like all my in-laws. and fr- Fuck a Me mansion. too. Me too. I want some land what I'm talking and about. a bunch of houses on it. And I want yeah, like with each all your families and friends family to have a different I house. I friends. I just want family. <laughs> I, w- I like the idea of having a, a compound with friends. I agree. Present day, I could have yeah. a compound with friends. We need to take a break. <laughs> so um, break. we're going to start a commune. Yay. Join us at TA Sex Talk. <laughs> this, uh, this is Pushing Boundaries with TNA. We're we'll talking right with back. Madison Shepard, fantastic comedian and uh, everything else. We'll be right back. <laughs>
pushing boundaries with TNA. Well, MT, yeah. MA. So Brittany has babies. Yeah, she does. <laughs> How many kids does that woman have? I, don't, I thought two. I don't. I have no, no more idea. More than seven, maybe. <laughs> but when you've got money, it's yeah, no fear. It's easier. As many kids as you want. So any other fears, ladies, other than like, okay, so we touched on finances, losing your career. Not being with the right man or I the think, right partner. I feel like a weird communal responsibility. I mean, I'm mixed, but um, I have a weird communal responsibility to have uh, children with a black man. You do. There's a huge push in the black community. It's like the black love thing to like, uh, because there's there's a huge decline in black uh, birth rates in America for a number of reasons. Um but I feel a weird sense of responsibility to uh, the community I'm only half a part of <laughs> to have, you know, black children. Wow. Um, I feel a weird responsibility. I, oh, God. Oh, but I'm totally creeped out by the idea of having black kids in America. Really? Uh, really? Because it's like black babies get killed in America. Oh. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like the whole Black yeah. Lives Matter stuff. So I don't know. Wait, I feel wait, very wait, wait, torn. Black, black babies get killed in America? What do you mean? Well, black. I just mean like little black boys who walk down the street are oh, more likely to be mean, shot yeah. and killed right, right, right. than little okay. yeah. kids so. of other races. Right. So, and they're I, vilified. I don't know. Yeah, that's true. I, despite that, I also feel the responsibility to have a baby <laughs> do you a really? black man. <laughs> Yeah, I do actually. I've always kind of had this urge, partially because I think that it would cut down on the skin cancer potential for my child. Um, Is it because you want to have a tri blend of like Latino, white, I do. and black? I, I think also that's think, great. Yeah, I think the child would be beautiful. Are you, are you I'm, serious? I'm serious. I'm up for having a baby I do, with an Asian man. I do stand. I actually was doing that. stand up in this like vein where I talk about that. But I, yeah, I'm serious. That is, I'm 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 for that. Yeah, mixed babies are the shit. Wow. Yeah, exactly. Time to make a big blend in this country. And it's happening. <laughs> it's going wow. to happen anyway. It's just yeah. naturally progressing that way. Yeah. Uh, can I share? Uh, uh, this is a confession. Yeah. A deep, dark confession. Oh, my God. I know. It came <laughs> out when I was, when I was like, considering the whole abortion thing. It came out with my partner, who is, um, who is a different race. And I, this issue came up because I really had to be brutally honest with myself about absolutely everything when considering this child. And sure. you know what came up? And this is ridiculous. <sighs> I freaking know this, so don't oh hate me. All right. okay. Don't Thank hate you for me. Being I'm being Thank honest. You. Thank you okay, being... but and I knew that this was just like programming, or whatever. But or maybe nature. I don't know. But I did. I was concerned that if the child didn't look like me, like if his uh, if his yeah. color came through more, and it was like just the baby did not look like me at all. I'm like, God, how would I feel if the child doesn't look like me at all? Which is, and I've, I know, which was oh, silly. No, and I'm like, of course, I mean, like, of mom. course I would love the child anyway. I know that. But it's like, my it was a mental thing. My mom doesn't look like me at all. Wow. I mean, I'm like pretty tan for the listeners out there. I've got a nice caramel color. My mom is 5'10", <laughs> blonde hair, blue eyes, white wow. lady, white. Now, I do not look like her. She had to claim me constantly in public, and she still does. She's like, this is my biological daughter. You know, she's very intense about it. <laughs> and yeah. I can see that being really frustrating. It is frustrating for her, but also I do look like her. Like in, in like, my, characteristically. Yes. I mean, right. my skin color is not the same, but I have her chin and her cheekbones and her, right. you know what I mean? I was right. going to say, nose. your features. Right. But yeah. can I clear my name? Because, af like, after mm -hmm. I, like, went through this whole evolution, this whole process, like, I became... I mean, it shifted, and it was totally like, yeah, yeah, but yes, but I mean, but I mean, I like, I let that all go, and like when I once I really was like had agreed to have the baby, it was like, I mean, all of that went out the window, and now, which was I'm really grateful for, because now I'm like, oh, I don't freaking care, I'll adopt anything, anybody. That's actually really interesting, though, to have that biological. 
Yeah, yeah. that question mark is Yeah, huge. and like to me before, adoption was like, no, 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 no. I'd much prefer to have a biological child oh, than wow. adopt a child. And because, well, also because I wanted the experience of pregnancy, but at this point, I'm like, I don't care. It would just, any child would be so beautiful I would to be have down in my to life. Adopt. I, I'm open yeah. to adopting. So I feel I'm like grateful that's a for the experience thing. for yeah. that, too. Men seem to be less open to that idea, I find. Really? That's biological, probably. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I, I know feel a lot like of men who, who maybe would like pride be happy to adopt. Oh, that's good. Who are ready yeah. to adopt if they don't find the right woman. Oh. Wow. Yeah. Cool. I like these modern men. I know. Me, too. <laughs> I have to say, I think my concern with a child that, that that was different is more like I would have to learn how to do her hair the right way. And I don't really mm. do much maintenance with my own hair. You can't be serious. This is no, why you want your mother thing. to live with you? That's a real problem. My mom no. wouldn't know what to do with a black girl's hair. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's real like talk. Racial. Like, yeah. okay. My mom had a lot of Some struggles. Kinky Dominican like, hair. Yeah, but you can yeah. look. Google. I mean, there's I mean, now there's there. Google. No, I did think that. I thought, but well, there's YouTube videos. I'll also, be fine. like... <laughs> Well, yeah, and I think, like, also, like, just taking the kid to a black hairstylist solves the problem. It does. Immediately, because a black hairstylist will feel your pain. No, but, you know, that there are interesting things like different diseases that run in your genetic mm-hmm. pool, this kind of thing, right? Yeah. And just being very aware I'm really of glad, it. Well, I'm glad you brought that, that up. When you have a child that's like sick of cells, coming from a the very, black community. Right, mm-hmm. and things like Hashimoto's disease, yeah. you know, that affects so, the thyroid. It's photo shoot tea, and I did a photo shoot together, and there was oh, a, um, did, somebody yes, there. With lingerie. <laughs> <laughs> and there was uh, a gal there who we, we were talking about, you know, having kids. And she was like, oh, my God, I just don't know. I mean, you know, th- like you never know genetically what you're going to get. And then your partner, you don't know what their genes are going to carry. Mm-hmm. And like not just disease wise, but even characteristics. And she was genuinely afraid of having a child in the fear of like not knowing what she's going to get. And I didn't say but I didn't say anything. But I'm like, wow, I've tried to really put myself in her shoes of like being so, I don't know. I think that's a slippery road because taking it extreme, like why do anything in the world? You can't, you know what I mean? Like that's, it's just too much. How does she walk out of her door? Exactly. (laughs) You never know what's going to happen. But do people consider that? Like, do you guys consider this when having a kid? Like, oh, what if it's diseased or anything? To me, I figure, well, that's my lot in life and I'll deal with it. It's crossed my mind. I'm like, am I the strong enough gal? Am I strong enough? in my spiritual life and mind and body to handle a kid who has special needs or something like that. And I think, yeah, but I mean, I wouldn't know until I got in that situation and that's really scary and unfortunate for my possible yeah, kid. Yeah, well, but I think part of it is just going with <laughs> I the have flow. Faith in you. Yeah, <laughs> no, I agree. And I, and, and I think it's, you know, that anyway, you live your life and things happen and then you deal with them when they happen. Yeah. You know, I mean, yeah, you don't. Yeah, agree I mean, and, you can't and I have, it. Yeah. yeah, no, I've talked with some friends too. I, you know, I have a friend that has, um, you know, yeah, has some. They work with them, and I think it's interesting to view it almost as a different. It's almost like they just sort of develop more slowly, or you know, the, all yeah. the different things that are out there, and and so you just, I don't know, accommodate it. And I think at the end of the day, I'm in the same boat. I'm very much in the bullet, and I think everything that we kind of go through is there to grow us. And I think I would meet that experience with an open heart and mind. Like, I'm, a, I'm not a terrible person, but um, it, it is something that I sure. absolutely would cross a person's mind. I but I love sure. that idea yeah. approaching it with an open heart and mind and just kind of where life takes you. And I feel that way about having babies. I would love to have a kid, but, like, uh-huh. as of yet, there's no possible baby daddies on the horizon. Right. So well, this brings something to me as well, which, you know, I uh, – Again, the same friend I mentioned who mm-hmm. had the baby and, and is like, hey, did it, yeah. um, wasn't so interested in, in co-parenting. She oh. did not. Yeah. She was like, I'm going to have it and you're not involved. She's right. raising it on her own? Well, he, the man, 
was very they honored to be part of it. Yeah. Well, but it wasn't a planned pregnancy. They weren't in a committed relationship. I don't. Oh. F- I don't feel like that's fair, though. For I mean, poor guys. Mm. I mean, women's I bodies think this and is everything. A real interesting ethical question, but yeah, but I mean, come on. Like, uh, okay, if I'm you're all not for, planning it, I'm all watch for where women's you put your sperm. Yeah, but come on, though. Come that's, on. I'm not. That's actually how I feel about. It. I thought a lot about this ethical dilemma, and I kind of came to the conclusion that like. Why, you know, hey, the same way that the woman can get pregnant, like you're making a choice too mm. to orgasm into this woman and not this is true, know but, what she's going to do I with think, it. But I think that it's a little unfair for a man who's responsible, who's like, no, I want to be involved in this kid's life. It's half my child biologically. To, yeah. to deny For the them. woman, yes, absolutely. Yeah. For a woman That's to fair. just pull out, be like, no, I'm sorry, woman's choice, women's lib, yada, yada, yada. Well, they have yeah. a court system like, for yeah. that, and she didn't get away with it, and he's now involved. <laughs> I mean, the fact is, is that, well, like, good, I'm glad. I, I mean, I, I couldn't imagine choosing to be a single parent, though, having been raised by one. I'm like, ay, that was well, rough. Well, it depends on who your partner is, though. Well, what right. if you happen to... But if, but if you're deciding well, to, like, to sequester I, the child away from the father and raise him on their own, like, that seems really Right. Well, I think I feel like it's selfish. going to say, yeah. That oh. that was a big thing for me, though, that I, yeah. I really feel that if I have a child, it's going to be with a very involved co-parent. <laughs> oh, you're planning it? <laughs> no, I'm saying, well, yeah. I'm you got it your way. Yeah. Yeah, 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 like that's yeah. when I would feel safe. Sure. Yeah. Um, okay, which is interesting. And if I'm honest, and what this makes comes you feel into safe? economics, yeah, right? right? It's like there there is an aspect to it, not that he needs, I'm not saying, oh, this man needs to take care of me, whatever, but but kind of saying, no, I guess I'm kind of, mm. <laughs> um, I, and I'm not. You would feel more stable. Yeah, I guess I would want some stability. What does that mean, though, right? I mean, it's a sliding scale. Is that, you know, someone has a, quote, good job in this, you know, yeah. you can still lose your job. Think Bad things can still happen. But that should happen. I think it's almost more like the attention um, and support to me as an individual, like as, as a, a mother person. Or, yeah, mm-hmm. as a mother, like uh, a feeling of him having my best interest and protecting. Interesting. There is an element of that. Mm. You know, I had, um, I felt like, my because I don't want to do it alone because it's really hard sure yeah, yeah. absolutely but you know yeah. like when I when I was really considering this um, my it was a huge tremendous fear to think about doing a single mom like okay so yeah if I if I'm not in love with this man and he's not going to be in the picture the whole time you know like really envisioning myself you know giving up my dreams and having to go get a job job and like support the kid and it was this whole terrifying utterly terrifying thing that like just made me go into like panic sobs mm-hmm. now though I feel like as the year has gone by and I've sort of evolved emotionally and career-wise even, and, you know, not necessarily where, like, yes, I'm making all this amazing money and, like, all this stuff is happening, but, you know, as I'm moving forward and as I have more confidence in what I'm doing in the world and in myself, I feel like my attachment to, like, the stability and support and, and all those, like, external things lining up, I feel like, I feel... I feel like it doesn't matter. I feel yeah, like, you know what? Important. Yeah, I, yeah. Well, not that it's less important, but I feel capable. I feel much more capable now. Where, like, mm-hmm. if it happened now and I got pregnant, it's okay. I would totally make it work because it's I believe thing, it's. Right? I believe in myself and, like, all the women that came before me who, like, you know, climbed mountains while they had kids. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, I could do that. So, for me, it makes me wonder if it's, you know, if it is more of a mental internal state. A personal rather than, development. Mm, rather than an external, yeah. you know. I don't know. Well, I also think uh, with, well, I, you know, I think the, lo- the thought disappeared, but it was just what you were saying about mothers and, like, coming more into a place where you feel ready to do it. Con- yeah. Uh, with, with a partner that would support you, but not, I mean, do you need that? 
I lost my thought completely. Someone mm. jump in. <laughs> I mean, like, I think that's real. Like, but also to what extent do you, you know, like. Right. Yeah. You're always kind of on your own yeah. anyway in real life. Yeah. Like there is. Anything could happen. I, yeah. Oh, oh, I know what I want to say. I, you know, I, it is interesting us having this conversation. We are all three women in, in a, in a rather, um, unique industry yeah. where there isn't a, it's sort of like the wild west of freelancers, right? There isn't yeah. a steady flow of income like this kind of thing, right? For men and women in the industry. Yeah. Um, so I, I do think about people who, where you were just saying, following your dreams, your goals. I mean, women is an industry that is more directly correlated with like a, a steady income. Mm. Is this, you know, an You're easier right. choice That's for them? It's, yeah. it's there. And because they know it. that in five years, they'll be making X amount of dollars and right. blah, blah, blah. Then and actually, years, I just remembered them. My mother's friend, she was getting older and she was ready to have a child and she did the um I don't know if she did in vitro maybe she had a, a male friend or a, a lover at the time that was willing to you know have a baby with her but the again this idea that she's wow. a single mother and I think he still would see the child but um wow. yeah but it was hers I mean this is also we were talking about community but I remember meeting a um, young man on an airplane and we got we fell into you know serious chat and he said he had provided the the seed sperm for the for two women who were in a relationship and they had set up sort of this triangular agreement for how to raise this child and mm. I think primarily the primary parents were the two women but mm -hmm. he was still it was Involved. the same yeah oh, but he was still gonna have a part of it I think that is beautiful yeah I feel like this is a different kind of community that's sort of evolving yeah in our generation Appearing. when you've got like yeah like male and female best friends who decide to have a kid like yeah. and you know or like polyamorous uh, couples right you right, know right. What I mean and like two of them have a kid but like the other one maybe is just like a co-parent as well I feel like it's an adaptation of yeah well I'm you know to try to create our own community when we don't really have yeah know, and the positive side of me goes one. yeah but we get to do what we want like that's a, yeah. right a, a freedom right but then I also question is this a freedom or again are we being influenced by you know, challenges in our daily lives, like challenges in the, you know, economics and mm. like our society that are making us kind of have to create, right? I don't know, alternate paths, alternate to um, communities, yeah, alternate, alternate options of alternate, yeah. yeah, family support systems. Yeah, right, right. Yeah, family support systems. Definitely. That's it. So with I guess however you need to get it done, get it, get it done yeah. for you. Yeah. Huh. Where are we? We were. I feel like we've huh. just gone on this crazy I'm like, path. Now I'm of thinking about that. talking about children and do we want them or don't we? Well, I think in the end, hmm. I have. This is a huge shift for me because, like, you know, six months ago I was like, I'm never having kids, right. and now I'm like, you know, I do. I feel I, I do. I want. I do want at least one. I think. In the I mean, I have time of your childbearing years. Not right now necessarily, <laughs> but I do. I like ever since I had this is corny but since I had that experience whatever biological thing opened up it's like to feel that maternal instinct even for a little bit mm. for like a f the few weeks that I did was it exciting was, I was, it was apart from ayahuasca it was the most moment I've ever like time of my life I and I did ayahuasca <laughs> together <laughs> we, we'll do different story different yeah. story um, but do you have nieces or nephews or? i i have um i do but they're back east and i've oh, really only yeah. seen them twice like everyone mm. is back east and i i'm just not around my cousin here yeah. has a baby she, um little mikey he's uh seven months old and that i get that that maternal kick 
uh, yeah. for him. Like, I see pictures of him and I want to go, like, cuddle him and, like, take care of him. I feel, you yeah. Know? And I feel like it's, like, a lot of people say that kids are... I don't know if I need to have a baby in order to have true, that feeling. You true. True. And, and I agree. And I feel like that is a different, like, I guess what I feel is I feel a, an ability within me to give a being and a person like a really beautiful experience what an amazing and so thing i'm to like discover about yourself and That's i'm beautiful. like yeah i want to yeah. give that like it's not so that my reasons have transformed to like my fears aren't centered around me and my desires aren't centered around me so i think because that's exists now i feel i guess more ready which means i need to fucking Find be on your birth control <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, I do not have that maternal. I'm not, I'm not there at all, at all, at all. I think it's just. Let me say it again, at all. Good. (laughs) At all. I love it. But at least you know that. No, I know. And it's, and just having this conversation with you two lovely ladies, I'm like, I'm, yeah. It's just just so interesting to watch it shift. Yeah, no, you're right. Yes. Yes. That evolution. And the times that I have started pondering it, like I said, I've I've like softened 10% um, is actually with my male partners who are more open and loving to the idea and they'll yeah. kind of sh- nudge and, and you along yeah no and pressure you and not so much but they, <laughs> but they speak of it in this sort of glowing positive way yeah. and you think wow what a great it would be great to have this support and have this yeah. child and you know and be in this sort of loving cocoon yeah anyway yeah one last thought just want to say just real quick that like um i think in terms of like whether or not at the end of this conversation I think I've had a lot of food for thought and mm. I think at the end of the day it's like how how will we know like we can only have lived through this day and this day alone and you know if it's meant for any of us to have kids uh, in whatever capacity like that'll come and know? we'll overcome all those financial worldly obstacles People or make not it work on a lot less so I think we oh might, yeah you know we're thinking it. I don't know. Yeah. We might be. <laughs> there's Well, there's the go with the flow. Or maybe yeah. we're not. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I just, <laughs> might, no, no, no. I'm just... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Sacrifices. It's Yeah, it's choices. We and, don't have control of and it. There's It'll that. happen. Or, I mean... Or maybe we'll have, like, awesome nieces and nephews or, like, friends with kids or something. And we'll get to live out this maternal stuff there. Or maybe the birth rate will continue all screwed. In America. Mm-hmm. Well, just like Europe. And uh, anyway, this brings me, I know I, I always get into like the cultural and socioeconomic factors that are like determining determining our fates in yeah, society. It's important to and I just think that may be a larger part of the decisions we make as individuals within our culture. Yeah. On that note, we are out of time and uh, oh. this is Pushing Boundaries with TNA. Yeah, and we've been talking with, uh, and I may, and we're talking with Madison Shepard. She's the co-artistic director of The Others Theatre Company. Uh, you can see their new, their uh, next production of Smile Baby, which is a com- at the Hollywood Fringe at the Complex Theatre. And you can check out her stand-up this month, April 24th, at the Gentrification Show in Highland Park. Thank you guys so much for Thanks having for me. Thanks for coming on. A conversation. So much fun. Until <laughs> uh, right. next time. Have a great night. Bye, y'all. Hello. 
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.